next month, Sacred Reich will release reissues of their classic albums, Ignorance, Surf Nicaragua, and The American Way via Metal Blade Records. Available on CD and LP, these reissues feature the original artworks and layouts, and the vinyl can be purchased in a variety of limited colors. Pre-order your copies now at MetalBladeStore.com. Once again, Sacred Reich reissues, classic album, Ignorance, Surf Nicaragua, and The American Way. Go to MetalBladeStore.com to pre-order your copies now. full of hate. 41. That's good. Hate keeps a man alive. It gives him strength.
This is the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petr Spych, Brandon Hahn, and Sylvia Alvarado. Metal Sucks Podcast. Hello, hello, friends out there. Is I your host, Petr Spych? I am always joined by Brandon Hahn. You could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your buddy Gooch. And? And Sylvia. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's the Sylvia. Also, make sure to follow our other co-host, Jocelyn Sharp. That's J-O-Z-L-Y-N Sharp on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Wizard of Jaws on TikTok. If you guys want to follow me, I am at Rise to Offend on Facebook and Twitter. Rise to Offend official on Instagram. This week, guys, we get to interview one of the albums I am most excited about that is coming out this year in 2021, and that is the new record from Harakari for the Sky. We get to talk to JJ. That interview will come up here shortly, guys. Make sure you are pre-ordering their new record, Mayra, which is coming out January 29th. But before the interview, obviously, we just played a track from Children of Bodom, guys. That is the nail off their first record, Something Wild, because uh, Alexi Leho of Children of Bodom passed away at the age of 41. The reason I chose that song is because Something Wild was their first record. Um, it came out in 97. The Nail is the song we played, and it's just that one really encompasses how crazy, different, and wild that band was at such a young age. Clearly, going forward, all the, all the stuff they put out. But, uh, you know, losing someone like him, he's our age. Yeah, he's you know, forty-one, right? Forty-one, he's yeah. 41. I mean, not your age, not yeah, my yeah. age, but no. me, uh, me and Brandon, we uh, we do that, and it's kind of of a a different generation of metal mm-hmm. that uh, it, it really just shocked me completely. Reading up on it, all the tributes that came out to him, a lot of people did state that uh, there was some health issues going on for a long time. I, as a fan, was not aware of that. Um, so he hit it well. So, yeah, he, I, he hit it well, at, at least to me. You know, I know that there was a lot of Children of Bodom, the name changed. He was in a new band called Bodom After Midnight because of old members that left Children of Bodom. There was some drama going on the year before. Mm-hmm. So usually when there's drama in a band I like, I stay the fuck away from all the drama because I just, well, ah, when the music comes out, I'll pay attention Because it's going to ruin for uh, you. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to yeah. know about that stuff. So I kind of stayed out of that. Um, Hex was the last record they did put out. It wasn't that long ago, probably a year ago, year, year and a half ago. And um, yeah. Chill and Boda, man. All their records. Ten records, if I'm not mistaken. Nine or ten records in that time frame. Uh, as many as Metallica put out. <laughs> you know, not counting the live albums and stuff. But uh, just a big loss for us as, as in, in the community. And it just goes to show that the last... I don't know what, what you would call the last great movement in heavy metal was. Obviously, in Scandinavia during this time, Finland, Sweden, all these areas in the 90s, so much amazing stuff came out. He was on the forefront of that late surge when they came out new metal was king limp biscuit was king when children of bodom was doing this stuff so they really went against the grain real special and um you know just real sad i hope everybody out there if you haven't gotten into bodom start at the beginning go all the way through start wherever you want i feel like all the consistency and all their records are great i know there was a little time frame where some people were questioning that but i went back and listened to everything nah solid from start to finish guys um and I'm glad I've seen him live so many times. So many times. Can't tell you the fun atmosphere it is, you know, uh, Children of Bonham was during all that time with uh, Lexi. So everybody, make sure you crank it up. I know this is going to be a sad show. So anybody that's expecting, like, the, the jokes this week, unfortunately, it's not going to happen because the next story is even kind of sadder in a lot of levels. It was a levels. pretty rough week for uh, yeah, for yeah, the Yeah, pretty US. rough uh, week for a lot that's going on. But, uh, yeah, guys, make sure you check out Children of Bodom and... Uh, I'll be listening until the end of time, you know, so thank you, Alexi, for everything you did. 
uh, for us as fans and for us as a music genre, everything. You changed the game for us, so we appreciate you. So moving on to... Ah, the next <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, oh, America. No. no. Ice Earth is a band I, I will gladly say that I was, I'm a huge fan of. Um, Matt Barlow is easily one of my favorite vocals, vocalists of all time. Um, that is the era of Ice Earth that I really, really participated in, loved, and still listen to to this day. That resonates. That resonates the most, yeah. Um, John Schaefer, though, is Ice Earth. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, no matter how many members have gone through the band, since Matt Barlow, Tim Ripper Owens was a singer in the band. Stu Block from Into uh, X Into Eternity has been the singer since uh, Dystopia. And um, that era did not resonate with me as much. I, I've bought those records. The last record, Indestructible, did not do much for me. That's just me as a fan. I've grown apart. I've grown away. And part of me always feels like, because John Schaefer has changed the personality of when I was growing up listening to the the Barlow years and his, his personality has become much more what we see today. Um, and, it, and, and in a lot of ways that maybe that did turn me off subconsciously. I don't know. I really do separate usually the artist from the art. My, some of my favorite guys have crazy, you know, ideas. You know, Matt Pike is one that I think I've interviewed him. I was scared to interview him because I'm like, I don't want to hear anything insane that's going to make me not want to listen to high on fire every fucking day, you know? And I didn't, but I, and I knew, and John Schaefer is one of those guys. Vince did the quarantine cast with him earlier this year. And John Schaefer showed his personality in a lot of ways on that episode. So if you guys didn't hear it, it's a little cringeworthy, but that is his personality. So you can clearly see a couple things. A, unfortunately there's mental issues there. You know, yeah, it's um, tragic. It's tragic. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and B there's, there's so much media out there that if you want to believe something and this always comes, I'm not, we're not a program that is ever going to bash people, make fun of them, tell them they're fucking at, oh, Brandon might. I might. But yeah. You know, they need I might to die. Second it. Yeah. 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 Second it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I might not say anything, but she'll give me like a head nod. Yeah. That lets yeah. me know she agrees with mm-hmm. me. I'm always going <laughs> to just try to empathize and, and, and kind of have sympathy for people that have really, really lost their But I ways. think that's the beauty of your personality is where you try to understand mm-hmm. the, uh, the person and why. And I'm kind of that way too, but I mean, if he's an asshole, he's an asshole. No, I, and I agree with that. And I truly agree with that. So w- if you guys don't know, the reason we're bringing this up is that John Schaefer um, is now wanted by the FBI Uh because he is one of the individuals that stormed the Capitol here in America recently. Um, And part of me feels like, okay, everybody, you know, John Schaefer is obviously someone that's been in the media for a long time, heavy metal media, but still easily in the media. And he's got a, a verified Twitter account. There's a little blue check mark. <laughs> as of, I don't know. But I, I mean, who I'm knows? Assuming, yeah. Yeah. As of, I mean, they, he just put out the Demons and Wizards record last year. It made a bunch of best of lists, you know, yeah. like he's a, is a known figure. He's, he's a, a, he's a figurehead in metal. Easy guy. Mm-hmm. Let's everybody know yeah. he's in Indiana. So what concerns me at this point is that why hasn't he turned himself in? And why are they still searching as of recording today? You know, we'll see what happens in the next few days. But as of right now, he's still out there like a wanted man, meaning that he doesn't feel he did anything wrong, obviously, because if you have some remorse for your actions, you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to go turn myself in. Um, well, that's the thing. All these people think they are being patriots. Uh, yes. Everybody, well, because they were called patriots. Right. And ev- exactly. <laughs> and, and the crazy thing about it is, is I think 
over the years, and again, this has been like ever since cinema has been a thing, I just think that the idea of the rebels, the revolution, especially in the eyes of Americans, like they want to be the Paul Revere. They want to be, they want to have their name go down in history and like, you know, John Schaefer's the one who started the revolution, you know, and he's now going to be revered as this guy, this American hero. But that delusion. That's what I'm saying, right? It, yeah. And it's ahead. like, and everybody thinks, every one of those people think it's going to be V for Vendetta. Yeah. Where it's like, they blow up the building, they kill the president, or they, they, they tear down this, this, this over-controlling government, and everybody, all the Americans in unison are going to show up and throw their hand, wear a, wear a, uh, a Guy Fox mask, yeah. and just be like, we're all here for you, every single American. Yeah, the one shot blows up the Death Star. Right, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah exactly. The one shot. Yeah, right? and you know what happens, though? They never showed a camera on the Death Star of all the stormtroopers going, we're all going to die. There was like millions of fucking people on the mm -hmm. Death Star. And it's like, guess what, Rebels? You are now a, a, a part of mass genocide as well. So nobody ever wants to see the other side. Mm -hmm. And now, because of social media, back in the day when you used to be an extremist, you would have a friend or many people in the office going, John, chill the fuck out chill the fuck out they didn't have a social media to jump on and yeah. then all of a sudden you can find the same echo chamber that makes you feel intelligent i mean i i'm not gonna say social media isn't part of it but it's it's media it's uh, okay real like the the president as well so when you have these thoughts and they're enabled by let's just say the president of the united states and an entire network of mainstream media then you're not wrong. You are fighting for something. The enablers in this situation, and that's why that's why that's I have sympathy. So scary, yeah. If dude, we've been in lockdown like everybody else in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the the time where most of us have probably consumed the most amount of media in the past year. Oh yeah, or 100%. you turned, or you just shut off. Yeah, or, or you shut off. That's what I did. I mean, if you're smart. Yeah, and I didn't even know. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know the capital storm happened until my wife came home. Did you see what happened? No. Yeah, oh, my brother like, was the same know. thing because like, he I, I don't he's to, about your guys' age, yeah. so he has to shut it off because it's it's too much and yeah. it's extremely overwhelming. I had to focus on work, right? Reading children, with my kids, yeah. things like that. Playing playing catch with my kid. I don't need my phone to do that. So. Anyway, so I, I missed it initially, but that's the thing. In, in modern times, missing it initially, oh, I got it six hours later. Big deal. The point is, though, is that all these people that are buying into this, right, yeah. are being sold it by the mainstream. There is a lot of people that are like, no, this was this, and it's not just social media. Now, when you take something like if it's just the social media, and I'm, I'm, not, like, saying I'm not saying us. I know, but that, I'm that's saying not, I do believe it's 70% of the problem. I, I Okay, I, I feel the mainstream media is 70% of the problem. But I think at this point, yeah. you have to have like some critical thinking skills put into practice, right? Because, oh, I mean, exactly. like Fox, Fox News and CNN, like... They're both entertainment. I don't really consider them yeah, news they are. channels yeah. anymore. It's their, it's entertainment. You don't, but the people that do. And this but is, that's the sad thing because then you have a woman like Ashley Babbitt mm -hmm. who got killed for what? 
Mm. Right. What is, I mean, what is Trump going to say? And what about the cop? What about the cop that got hit over the head with a fire extinguisher by the same group of people that were saying blue lives matter? Like, it's like, so it's so crazy how people will turn on their own cause in that moment just to be right. Well, that, uh, but also I don't think they understand what's going on. They They don't, they're when you're doing it completely by emotion. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. When you're enabled emotionally by a leader, of your country, you guys got to understand that that is something that has never been seen before. If, 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 let's just say this, okay? If someone, a leader like Barack Obama said, hey, let's go do a peaceful protest. We're going to do a million man march on Washington for healthcare change, anything like that, okay? A million people would probably get together and do this to change healthcare and, and better this because he would lead us. He's a grown up that leads us. Trump, as the president that's going out, can get maybe 5,000 people there. I don't know the exact number, but it was just, I saw something like that. Like it wasn't of people, all, Yeah, it wasn't right? a whole lot. That's it. And then have them, that's, that's how, like, people are like, oh, it's a strong thing. It's like, no, he's not a strong leader. He is someone that instigates. And in modern culture, un- unfortunately, that is the personality of a lot of us, a lot of people yeah. in this world. And that's what I, there's my sympathy comes from. Communication now, whether you're watching news, sports, anything like that, it's, it's aggressive. People are overzealous. We're not looking for any kind of terminology, and we're yelling about things we don't know about. We're always exactly. yelling about things we don't know about, and we're selling, and we're manipulating. And when people like John Schaefer has always talked about a fear campaign, and they're making you think this way, it's like, dude, you're the one that's buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like Brandon was saying, we always become what we hate in the eyes of overcommitting to one belief system. That can be religion. That can be anything. If you have one belief system that is unbreakable in your mind, you have a mental disorder right now. And we as a culture, when people say, oh, everything's divided. I saw LeBron James. Say, there's, there's, it's sad there's two Americas. There better not be two Americas. There better be two Americas in every state. There better be 110 different Americas because we are culturally different in every way. We're run different in every way and every region is different. Mm -hmm. That's what America is. It's completely different. Las Vegas and San Francisco are not the same. We don't have the same mentality, the same lifestyle, the same anything, the same people around us. That's what's America. You know, so the fact that we're like saying there's only two of them. What are you talking about, dude? There's many well and that's the thing that i think we're rejecting the many and saying you're either on this side or that side well this is that's a media thing that is is really gonna make us collectively well this is what hurts america the most is Mm. the false prophets we're putting in front of us you just mentioned lebron james and donald trump two americans that couldn't live further apart from everyday Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, could it be further apart? LeBron James has been jerked off every day by Sports Illustrated and ESPN since he was 14 or 15 years. Okay, not literally, but I mean, <laughs> figuratively jerked off yeah. every single day since he was 14 or 15 years old. Yeah. Okay, Donald Trump has always been rich and always been sheltered his entire life, got out of a war by saying he had bone spurs. Do you think that would have happened if he were uh, the son of a, a butcher? No. Probably You know not. what I mean? So 
So you, you're having these Americans, and they, and it seems like those two names are the ones that are directing the most, and they're the ones that have the most opposite views. But we're listening to two people that have never had a nine to five job, that have never had to worry about what would happen if they lost that nine to five job. They've never had to compromise these people. Mm-hmm. And we're listening to them tell well, us how America because, is. Because America is about capitalism is winning. And they're considered winners. And that's why people are listening to them. But the point is, is that, yes, it's sad. They're not winners. They had that victory handed to them because of their because of who they were born to. I mean, again, I mean, I don't want to say LeBron James didn't earn his. I'm not saying he didn't earn it. But 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 when you're born with that many physical abilities, it's like, dude, it's is that is that you putting in the hard work? It is many people. And I'm not going to argue with this because this is kind of getting us off topic. Many people have been born with those physical abilities and gone the complete wrong path. You're totally right. So we're not going to we're not going to just I'm not. Here to bash I'm not saying I, I'm not LeBron saying James. I hate LeBron because he's I'm done so say, much good. He, he's done a lot of good. Let me just say that LeBron has done a what, crazy yeah, amount. What of good. my point was is that no, we are all different all over the place. Yeah. And, and how if I if I were to move to Kansas tomorrow, I would sit there and listen and understand my environment and then either adapt or reject. The reason I love this country from a first generation American standpoint is that if I was an LGBTQ plus member and I was born in the wrong part of this. 50 states, and there are some wrong parts of that, there's somewhere I can go and Mm -hmm. be loved and be accepted. And that's all across these 50 states. And unfortunately for everybody, there's places you can't go and do that. And I understand that that's what the fight is ultimately, is that, hey, we want to be able to love each other and do that stuff. But the bottom line is that... But the bottom line is, is by doing that, you're forcing people to think a way that they're just not capable of thinking. Exactly. They didn't grow up that way. Mm -hmm. The death rattle of things that I see, because I do see so many positives, especially after this this presidency, the death rattle of of racism, it's going to take 25, 30, maybe past our lifetimes for it to go away completely. Oh, it's never going to go away completely. Well, that's... I think, I mean, it was kind of... How do we say like not stagnant? I guess it was, is, is it, it, it was stagnant, but it was there. But yes, it was there. It was. It's like Brandon it's said. It's always going to be there, but it's it was stagnant. It mm-hmm. was controlled. Yeah. for a lack of a better word. But then with President Trump, I mean, it's kind of they, right. he woke it up. Well, it's, this is it's front and center, and I do agree with that. But this but is the also worst it's part. it's been like like it slaps us in the face because of we see it on social media, we see it on Fox News, exactly. we see it on you CNN. You can't get away from no. it. And this is the thing, it's this is what people don't understand. If I live my life without social media, I'm not going to see racism because guess what I do? I surround myself with people mm-hmm. that are not fucking racist. But that's media. No, I you but, always say social media. Okay, but media, social media, fine, but the thing is always what is you're it fa- the same to you? Or it is, is it the same. It okay. is the same okay. because if you're looking at, if you're looking at, I think media and social media, there's, they are definitely one and the same because the word media is in there. So it's like they are, you know, you have media and then you have, and then you have a break off of social media. But my thing is though, is with social media where whenever it was what, whenever, whenever it was media, they would have people that were, you know, people that put in the time, you know, you had trusted voices, that type of shit. And now with social media, you could go on there and you could just get the opinion of somebody who lives right next to you, or you could just, get, and then all of a sudden, if you have a crazy opinion, and let's just say there's somebody else in Kansas City that has the same opinion, now all of a sudden you feel emboldened. You wouldn't get that without mm-hmm. social media. It's outrage culture. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, well, what I'm saying is, is yes, it is outrage culture, but 
They are being backed up, and they are being emboldened, and now they feel like they have strength in numbers, and that is what leads to what happened a couple of days ago. The strength, but the outrage culture, it's crazy, because when you talk about that, it's every group has a uniform. Everybody at this thing, when they stormed the Capitol, they all look the same. There's like a uniform yeah. to these. It was a Trump uniform because yeah, it yeah. was like mostly his merchandise that you saw. Yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. Um, and But there, they, there's a uniform. There's a certain look. There's a certain style. It's like they can actually look at each other and be like, I know this guy mm-hmm. is just like me. That's the stuff that I'm talking about. The regions that have these personalities that are like recruiting. Because if you're not like me, then you're getting rejected. The, the mentality of the group think it, it, it is always going to be a part of us as human beings. We yeah. don't want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be out. We don't want to have no friends. We don't want to feel not loved. All those things are going to come to play. But as people, we should be able to relate to the enemy as well as, as the adversary and not, here's the thing, and not instigate it more than it is. But because we're an outraged culture, our focus is just pointing the finger and making you mad on whichever side. And if, if you're out there, and this is something I don't, I don't do, like you said, if you're out there and that's all you want to do is outrage somebody in 2021, we're going to live 2020 again. Yeah. This is a new year. This is a new time. There's a new president here in the States coming in. This thought process and mentality of the last four years that we've collectively had a mental issue as a culture we need to work on together and stop practicing the same bullshit media-wise, stop practicing the same bullshit social media-wise, and we have to fucking step up because you know what? That's going to make us better. But again, this is where I don't think you give social media the credit it deserves for tearing down this country. When you, when before you would be able to, if I were having this conversation about politics and you and I disagreed mm-hmm. face-to-face, we would find a middle ground. When you're on social media, now all of a sudden you got people watching. Oh, is he going to go down like a bitch? You know what I mean? I have literally seen, mm-hmm. and they're friends of mine, and it makes me upset when they post shit like this. But it's like, I have literally seen them go, oh, yeah, that guy blocked me. He's such a coward. A coward? For blocking you because he didn't want to waste hours of his fucking Did day. Did it show the screenshot of him getting blocked? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people. That's they, what it is. It's yeah. like a reward for them. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump blocked me. And I'm like, you're really that fucking mad that he let you know you're insignificant? Yeah. That's what you're ecstatic about? I made somebody so mad they cut me out of their life. That's why you're mad? Yeah. That's why, I mean, that's why you're happy? That's why you feel accomplished? And that's what I'm getting at. It's like, we have, we have turned... There is so with every single American, what we have done is we have labeled people and immediately go, if you support Trump, you can just defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you support Trump, you know what? Just unfriend me right now. Oh, okay. And I had this conversation with a friend of mine and his wife was like trying to act tough, but I'm over here having this conversation with my buddy and he's, and I'm like, uh, I I said, how many people, he was kind of bragging in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And this is my point. This is my point. This is how quickly people will change their tune when you're having a when you're having a uh, when you're talking to them mm-hmm. like face to like face to face and yeah. someone you respect is telling you something that you weren't expecting to hear. He, at first, he was bragging, and then his wife was like, yeah, I told him, fuck off, you know what I mean? And, and I go, yeah, and I, we were, I was just talking about how ugly we are because of social media, and I told him, and I go, and how, how many friends have you lost? On social media, guys that you've known for 20 years, mm-hmm. 15 years, how many friends have you lost? And he's like, way more than I, you know, a lot, man, a lot. And I go, yeah. 
And I go, and how many of those arguments and how many of those friendships would you still have if you had that argument and that disagreement to each other's face? And then his wife's like, yeah, well, I tell him, fuck off. He's like, and then do, but you could see the husband. He was like, yeah, it was kind of like the wheels were turning. And yeah. He's like, oh, well, fuck, I, yes. I messed it up. Yes. And but, it's like, but what you're preaching is going back. No, I, we can't go back. No, I know. But what I'm, but what we but, have to no, do is but, no, no, no. Culturally. What I'm saying is, is you have to point out to these people that you think you're helping and what you just did. That's and now what John that I, Schaefer's doing. No, but now that I got what him. What you're saying right no, now. No, now that I got him to at least accept the fact that, wow, maybe if I had a talk with somebody face to face, it would be different. That is not what John Schaefer is doing. Yeah, John Schaefer exactly is doing the exact opposite. He's thing. telling people, if you do something, this will solve something. It's not that. Collectively, every okay. individual... He never wants to. He never wants to give social media its credit for being the because I think a million people out there use it properly and good, Mm. and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying every a million people. Mm. You guys won't give me that, huh? No, a lot of people are out there. Yeah, a million people out of 120 million people use it properly. So less than one percent. I've never, I've never had an argument in my life on social media. I'm not a proponent of it, but like I said, I never had a life, and I understand what it is. And and again, I. Don't let it affect me the way that I think it affects a lot of people. Now, okay, a face-to-face conversation isn't something that is happening in the last year. It's something that we're getting away from. So we have to learn to communicate differently, and we have to learn to not tell people what they should do. They have to learn that the hard way. Let him lose all his friends. Let nobody call him. Okay. Okay. So, and so then, as a friend, as a friend, you guys, if you have a friend that's committing the same act, just let him fuck up his entire life. Just keep enabling him and let him fuck up his entire life. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, and it's like, and the thing is, though, is when I, I didn't say he's not fucking he, up his entire. But life. But here's the thing, though, like my buddy, my buddy, well, dude, you just said lose every single friend. That means that means coworkers. That means everything. Yes, you would end up doing that. The more you, the more you separate yourself. Again, these people that are just incendiary and all they want to do is start fights i've watched them fucking lose friends over friends over friends and it's like and it's because of social media whenever you think this is the worst part when you look at the trump supporters over in the capitol that is probably one percent less than one percent of trump supporters okay that would go that far mm-hmm. okay that would go that far because out we of their know way some trump supporters we and know not, yeah not i knew i know what i know a lot of them and they were just, they were all like uh yeah. you know what i mean like i know a lot of them but when you jump online and you're like, show, where are these fucking psycho lefts? Where are they? They're right here. And he's pointing to his fucking phone and he's acting like that is real life. It's not. And that's my whole point. Stop treating this social media. When, when, you, when you are talking to a person, yes, it is. You are talking to a person. But in your mind, you're not treating them like a person. You're treating them like a bot. And it's like if more if more people would just take that direction, I think. How many years did it take you to take your own advice? That's why I am no, saying no, no. This. Answer the question. How many years it did it take me you? It took me years, years. Yeah, exactly. Years. And how many times did I tell you during those years to stop engaging people? Years. And how often did you listen? Not at all. You yeah. needed your own journey, bro. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But after people a while, but journey. guess what happened? Guess what happened? You were the lone voice that was telling me that. Okay. And when I finally fucking realized it, I was like, Pete's right. If I didn't have a Pete was right, mm-hmm. how long would it have taken me? How long? If I didn't have somebody that I trusted, somebody that I know that is looking out for my best interest, say, Brandon, you're my best friend and super handsome. If I were gay, I'd totally fuck you. 
please stop using social media. That's what Pete would say. Yeah, yeah. That's what Pete would, he would just go, Brandon, look. God, Sex I, works on him. Yeah, so yeah. I would have said exactly. He's that. like, he's, he's like, completely right. Yeah. Brandon, Give me that dick. He's like, and then I'd be like, I'll text you later, and I would have ghosted him. And he would have ghosted oh, me. Yeah. What a bitch, but, huh? Yeah. Dang. I do. I sell gay sex, but I don't. I don't engage. See, there you go. Oh, it's okay. I'm good with it. See? But I just, I, yeah, what a tease! What I the worst. The worst social media. You just. You just. You're like oh. a catfish. Anyways, my. my <laughs> The point is, is that um, when people do so, talk thank to you, me, thank you, Pete, for telling me that I was being a fucking psychopath. But people, by the way, I'm glad we had a little bit of a laugh. Yes, yeah, because no the, the, we needed no that. The, it's been very, very heavy. We knew it was right. going to be heavy. <laughs> we knew it was going to be heavy. <laughs> I was just, not looking forward to doing this episode. I was like, I don't no, want to well, talk about this. Because it's yeah. just like you're dragging your ass but because you don't want to do this. Alexi died, and then this happened. But yeah. look at what look at what just took place in the last two minutes, though. I just thanked my best friend for being my best friend. No people. And again, if you don't you didn't see thank me, huh? Well, I mean, you know, he's got 25 years. When did he ever listen to you? Never. I just there heard. Her, I just heard her say never. <laughs> I just heard her say never. So I listen. Wow. <laughs> the point is, is that if if, if a friend comes to me, to me, I'll always I'll always offer them another view. But nothing gets solved in life until you take the initiative for yourself. Until you learn for yourself. If, if I have a friend that's racist, and unfortunately I, I've had those. Yes. Okay. We have. And they've said something to me. I, I've always directed them to be like, you should not bring that to me. And maybe you should educate educate yourself with someone of that race or culture. And, and, and dude, every single time, dude, fuck that. I'm not hanging out with people like that. All right, buddy. Well, then eventually I grow apart and I, and I stay away from that because obviously they show their colors. Now, do I vilify them? Do I make them feel like assholes? Do I make them feel stupid? Even though I feel like they are behind and they are hurting the world, I don't. And eventually, every single time, they're like, fuck, man, I couldn't believe I was that way. That's what no I'm shit. saying. Yeah, but, but guess but what? what I'm saying is, though, is when you have a friend that I, is pointing at I out, walk away it speeds up. from the toxics. I walk away from them. And then eventually they come back to the world when they're like, look, I can't be this way. That's their own journey dude that's their own journey social media in 2020 that was america's journey trump was our journey right and now we have an end to that and yes we have another uh, an extremely embarrassing moment for us in the metal community as well like you gotta understand something like i I talked to someone that i started as a big deal a younger a younger generation person they're like you like metal yeah oh so they're all racist and fucking hate people right and i'm like jesus christ that's what they said to me and i'm like no what are you talking about yeah and they're like yeah metallica is a racist band they said that to me right i know it's ignorance it's the stupidest thing ever but there's a picture of lars and james ziegheiling on the internet right which i didn't know about right and he showed a picture another picture that there was a confederate flag behind them okay so that's what i'm saying so i'm like okay he goes yeah that's the biggest band it's racist only racists listen to metal i'm like this is not true and i tried to explain and then so when you have a mentality like that in the youth and they're like they're pretty much our, jo- our genre have to learn on doesn't own, yeah. regenerate new bands often. You're wondering why I'm like, why isn't there's just, there's always somebody new to take it over and you're wondering why. And it's like, this is, this might be a big reason guys like Phil Anselmo, unfortunately, and the stuff that he did in the past, you know, John Schaefer's kid rocks. Mm-hmm. These guys might be crushing our future. And so it's like, to me, I have to just hope the power of the riff to steal a Phil Anselmo line, the power of riff compels them, even mm-hmm. though that wasn't Phil, that was Jimmy Bauer. Um, you idiot. Uh, sorry about that. It's a down. It's a down. It's a down. Oh, my so, God. Uh, you, you You're fired. The power of the riff compels them, and they, and they jump over. But the bottom line is that things like this hurt us as yes. a genre. 
uh, globally. And and I and I this is this is the thing. There are times and for but, me but to at vilify. The same time, though, but at the same time, though, here's the thing. You're saying these are things that hurt us. But you're also saying these are things that we just can't say anything to anybody about. No, I'm saying they have to take their own journey. If if our if our if our culture, I think he's saying that entirely. I think you know, give your opinion if they. If want someone it. asks, yeah, I'll, I'll gladly I'll gladly talk to anybody. If they write, people have written me emails. I'm like, I'll, I'll gladly write you. I'll well, talk yeah. to you. You give your advice if it's if they asked. ask. But otherwise, live your life, live your journey. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I get that. Part. When you start at the bottom, like where you know, I started kind of lower, and then I saw a lot of poor things happen. And a lot of the poor kids I grew up with, they went the wrong route. They did mm-hmm. the drugs. Yeah. A lot of the metal guys that went, I mean, they thought partying was a 24-7 thing. And they ended up doing stupid things, crashing cars, getting in jail, dying. Oof. You know? Um, and so I always let them be. If someone's doing heroin, I'm not going to be like, stop. I'm just going to be like, look, unfortunately, I can't be around you. And I'm walk away. If they ask for help, I'm going to help them once. You yeah, know? and by that, and by help, he's going to go, Peach is going to give him a lighter and a spoon. No, I'm That's, not, oh, not going to no? enable. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, so my, stop. <laughs> my point heroin, for stop. me to throw more, hey, stop. more hate towards John Schaefer, <laughs> even though I, I, I'm, I'm not going to support Iced Earth anymore. That's my decision. I made a decision about Tim Lambesis years ago as well. I don't have to. I hope John Schaefer and the delusion that he sold himself through all these years, like I said, and, and you can hear him in interviews. I hope he gets some help. I hope he sees clearly and I hope he tries to get back on track and see that that culturally we are one and we want to make this place a better place. And I hope he stops buying into outrage culture, selling outrage culture and, and primarily stop hurting his own brand self. No, yeah. I don't care about his brand. I don't give a fuck about his brand, but that is you know? himself though, dude. I mean, it's like, I'm sure his identity is wrapped up into this band. There's people out there that know him personally that love him. I know and there's that. a lot of us that he's touched with his music. All right. That he's done something unselfishly put out stuff to get us through right. dark times. He's done that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not saying horror show did that for me. Cause a I, lot, uh, you know, but there's a lot of things. There's a yeah. lot of people that have been touched he, by he, demons and wizard and nicer. There's a lot of people. He got a lot of people out of a lot of dark places with those lyrics. So I'll, I will always give him a second chance in the better for the doubt. And I'll always say, I hope to God he goes the wrong way. This was embarrassing for us as, as, as a country, as a scene. And pretty much there's nothing positive out of that. So let's hope whatever mental issues he has, whatever delusion that has been sold to him, let's hope that the fans don't go out there and be like, fuck you, Ice Earth, I hope you die. And they say, John, whatever help you need. You're just going to back him. You're just you going to back up his own rage. Like, like let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's talk this out. Let's get some outreach and together. And the, the cycle continues. And yeah, yeah. we don't need the cycle to continue. You can't attack it's somebody. A yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what's so crazy about it. It's like you can't attack somebody. Mm-hmm using their same tactics. I'm sorry. It's well, like, unless you shouldn't is, ever want to attack anyone. Well, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like I saw that, uh, play out with, um, Ashley Babbitt, who mm-hmm. was one of the, the, per, the victim that was shot. Um, they're talking about how she was a little bit, just like a little psycho side because she like, um, she attacked or, and chase and harassed her husband's ex-girlfriend. Well, now all these people who were like, well, I'm glad that she died or, yeah, you know, that she, she, up. maybe she shouldn't have been there. Like she's, they're taking everything that was said, like the, the right said about BLM. Well, they're taking that same mentality and right. using it in this situation. Like, no, you can't do that because that's a cycle. And that's just, that's not making anything better. And it shows that we're all the same. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, <laughs> we use you the same c- defense mechanism. We use when, the same argument. We dude, use the same. When bullshit. you compare 
both fucking protest BLMs and what happened at the Capitol. It is so fucking similar. It is so similar. All the chaos that happened and then all the backtracking and all the and all the uh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's their fault. It's, You're saying the actions are similar. But the reasons are so the, the, far the reasons are different. Matter. We're just talking about no, the we're, we're talking about the actions. Yes, actions. the reasons yeah. okay. are different. Yeah. But I'm talking about the people feeling emboldened. I'm talking about the misinformation. Yeah, the, of course. You know, the, the things that they were yelling out that were not right. The that outrage, were the right. outrage. It's like they were just yelling out misinformation and, 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 and half truths the entire time. Yeah. And it's just I think. And when you go ahead, and in this case, what these guys did is they just wanted to put a face to, and I've done this, Pete and I have had this conversation many times, Mm -hmm. you put a face to the problem. And them, and for them, their problem was Nancy Pelosi, and the and just and they just were like, we have to go take, we got to get her, yeah, we got to get her, you know. And it's like when you when you when you take one problem, and especially the the problems we have here in America, and you put it on one person that is not the president of the United States. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And again, you're looking in the other side and I'm listening to the other side. Who are they blasting? Fuck you, Mitch McConnell. You need to die. You need to die. You need to die. And it's like, dude, we can't keep acting like this. Yeah. We have to stop and listen to the opposition. If they have a criticism, instead of firing back, this is what I hate. Somebody asks a question, and then it gets answered with another question. And then the other person goes, well, you answer my question first. Well, I just asked you a question. Why can't you answer my question? And that just goes on over yeah. and over and over. And it's like, it's now, never ending. and that's what I'm saying. Now, now you're not interested in finding a solution that works for all Americans or at least gets us over the hump. No, that's their walls you, going yeah. up. All you want to do is be right. Be, and why do you want to be right? Because you got a bunch of other dumbasses on your social media site that's backing you up going, that's right. Tell them, tell them. That's the way you got to do. Get after them. You know, it's just, it's crazy. The and that's, accent. Yeah. The accent, exactly. I didn't mean for the accent to, to slip out, but outrage culture is what you just described. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully everybody can get healthy within themselves, find love, find acceptance in these 50 states. There's a place for everyone out there. If you feel like it's not there for you, I don't, I'm not going to tell you how to live. I'm just going to say, I know there's something out there for everyone. And I hope, you know, there, maybe there's not for some people, dude. And I sympathize for that as well. But my point is that don't give up. Try. I think, right? I think what Pete's trying to say is there are some people here in America that need to be, you know, hit in the face with a can of twisted tea. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. I remember. I love it. No, Brandon's got his way. I got my way. <laughs> no. Sylvia keeps us together, and Jocelyn has yeah. her way too. Yeah, how would, yeah exactly. You know, Here's so, the thing, though. How would you? How would Pete feel if he were like a world leader? Then all of a sudden, I come on Twitter and I'm like, "What? Pete, what President Pete's trying to say is hit people in the face with twisted teeth." He's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" No, <laughs> I'd ignore it. I'd ignore any ignorance or anything. Right, like that. Yeah. It's real simple. He'd block you. I wouldn't block anyone. I would let them uh, say anything they want. I'd ignore you, it and I just move on. He I mean, would block Gooch and then yeah. he'd the power it. of wanting attention is is very very strong for so many in oh, this yeah. world. So I get it, of and course. I get it, and I understand. And it's like they will say the most heinous hatred thing in the world just to get a reaction mm-hmm. because that's attention. Hey, that's what we sell. Yeah. That's what we sell. You know, I know I'm, I'm on a program that I'm selling metal. I'm selling records. I know that I'm selling to people. I, I know that. But I also want to sell that, you know, there is hope and there always will be because there's a more of more of the silent. I always feel than than the loud. But anyways, mm-hmm. the blue lantern with that, guys, uh, hopefully John Schaefer uh, goes peacefully 
and gets arrested, does his time, learns something. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping the best. Like I said, I'm cynical about that actually happening. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Call back. Don't put on a Guy Fox mask. But uh, I, uh, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely hoping for the best. And then if there's anybody in his band or anybody around him, you know, through the years, I can maybe talk to him and, and help him see a different viewpoint. So actions like this, this embarrassing thing is behind us. Ooh. That'd be great. But again, I don't know if, I don't know if that can change. But well, time will tell. Time will that tell. That was uh, what? How what you guys it? feeling? Ah, I felt, yeah. I'm feeling like we're gonna get into Yay. the interview. All right. And uh, I hope oh, everybody uh, hung in there. I think a lot of people might have hung up on us already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, they've already. Fast I really hope you didn't, because guys, Harry Carey from the Sky is one of my favorite bands, and I really, really am excited that I got to talk with JJ. So here is my interview, guys, with JJ from Harry Carey for the Sky. So where are you currently located? Are you still in Austria? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm I'm half half living in Vienna and, and in Salzburg. Oh. That's like three hundred kilometers. When when you're when you're living in two areas, how yeah. does that how does that work out? How does that work out for you? Like, do you do you feel stable ever, or is it literally a little bit like? Uh... Uh, <laughs> um, I wouldn't call it stable. It's a little bit like uh, like every three days on the run or something. But I'm pretty used to it. I've done this my whole uh, life as a grown up, and I mean, I mean, um, I have nothing against sitting in trains. I can work with my laptop. It's just two and a half hours or something. So yeah. I'm used to it, and I and I pretty much like it. Um, otherwise, I think I would I would do this since ten years or something. So. It's okay. Everybody, just in case you guys don't know, I'm talking to JJ from Harikari from the Sky, and we are here to celebrate the new records coming out January 29th. Mary, is it? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I it, think so. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's also fun for me for reaching words, but I think you are you were right as uh, you spell it. And, and so, uh, with that record, how was recording a new album during 2020 for you guys? Um, yeah, the thing is, I got to get this question asked uh, pretty pretty often. But the thing is, um, the recordings um, were already already um, done in in January. January, I think mm-hmm. um, the last the last session we had like like the, the first weekend of February or something, and that was pretty much before Corona really uh, was interesting and broke out. And we even played played a few concerts after after this. I think we played the last concert like like um, first the first weekend of March or something. So we we, we had still uh, more than two hours, uh, two 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 months. But but the recording was already already finished like a month before. The the, the, the other problem was um, meeting for meeting in the studio for mixing and mastering mm. because. Uh, on the one hand, it, 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 it was forbidden, but on the other hand, you had to do it because you couldn't you couldn't um, lose 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 half of a year or something. Nobody knew when this when this is over and stuff. And now um, now um, half a year later, we have the second lockdown since since today, and uh, uh, today 
nobody takes it that serious anymore as as, as we took the first lockdown because sitting a uh, free person sitting in a studio and mixing an album i think i wouldn't uh, overthink that too much these days but in the first lockdown we did yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, that took us a little bit a bit more time than we than we thought we'd, 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 we'd need um so the, the album should already have been out in september but we delayed it till January, January before, because we also thought maybe um, doing tours could already be back to normal again in January. But no, I don't think <laughs> this will this will happen. Uh, pretty sure nothing will be back to normal um, before next summer, uh, even with if even if we have a, rec, uh, a vaccination or something. But I think this will still uh, take a few months. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did see that you guys do have some shows booked, right, uh, at the end of January? Yeah. Um, do you know um, the precautions or anything that's going to have to take place for those to happen, or do you think they're going to get canceled for sure? Um, there should already be corona shows, like like, like sitting concerts mm-hmm. for 100 people in 500 uh, people venues and stuff. But I'm pretty sure also that will not happen. This was this was a few months okay in Germany and on in Austria if you uh, followed the the restrictions and stuff. Um, but uh, now we have a second lo- lockdown. Um, maybe the lockdown um, will be over a week before Christmas or something. But I'm pretty sure uh, not concerts uh, are back uh, till the end of January, even not even not Corona concerts. So we. Rescheduled the tour, um, to the, the the real release tour for the album. We scheduled it to, to we rescheduled it to uh, 2022, mm. like really one year later. And these few Corona shows, uh, yeah, it would be cool. Also, also playing for 50 sitting people after after doing nearly nothing uh, for for nearly a year, but. I'm pretty pretty sure this is Not too gonna, much for yeah. this time. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm with you, dude. So the second lockdown, when did that start? Because in in the states over here in America, we haven't done a second lockdown yet. We are obviously yeah. there's a lot of discussion of it, and we are concerned about it, but it hasn't actually gone into effect yet. Yeah. So when when did it start with you guys? The second lockdown. Um, we the second lockdown started like like ten days ago, but it was a lockdown light. Yes, um, yes. You were you were just forbidden to to to, to go outside during the night uh, and, and and stuff like this. Just if you really had to, like going to work or helping a family member or whatever. But um, then um, the, the 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 numbers um, didn't settle. They were still still rising, and now we have a real lockdown again since uh, since midnight. Uh, from from yesterday oh man so and uh for people that are listening just so you guys know we we are we are recording this episode um before january this is the album we're looking forward to the most on the new year so it's going to air at we're going to air this right after the new year's but uh we're discussing this a little bit uh in past tense but truthfully this is something that we i don't know it seems, it seems like this is going to be a part of our life um going on for a long yeah, time for longer so yeah. And and that's the thing. It seems like if 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 we find a way, as you know, just culturally to be like, hey, we're going to lock down, you know, when the winter happens every year for three four yeah. weeks, then we can probably figure it all out later. But 
Yeah, it's going to take a couple years to, uh, I don't know. I got nothing, man. You know, <laughs> But I do think you're right. When you said lockdown light, I think a lot of people are, unfortunately, if they're over it, they're over it. Do you feel that way a little bit? Or? Uh, oh. I'm not I'm not sure. Mm. The only thing um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this is um, wouldn't wouldn't all this take way shorter uh, um, if, if there weren't so many anti-vaxxers out there? Because oh, yeah. um, when you when you talk to the people, um, I think it's a minimum minimum of 50 percent that even think about going vaccinated, which is which is way too, too less. Um, for um, I'm not sure about the English word. Um, that's the, the 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 virus is not 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 uh, not, not taking uh, over. Um, they don't the, believe the, the, it. The population, the population any, anymore because I think you need you need like a, a vaccination rate of seventy five or eighty percent or something that it that it would go away from 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 self, but. If, if not even 50% of the people are willing to get vaccinated, then I'm pretty sure it will take us a few years. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Um, there's been so much, uh, at least for, for out here, there's been so much of that misinformation that uh, people feel, I don't know, like for me, it makes no sense. But people really like yeah, to believe they're getting, they're getting lied to or they're getting taken advantage of for a bigger picture, bigger thing. Um, and there's a lot of people listening right now that probably feel that way, like that we're the dumb ones, you know, and, but how do we get everybody to really see, I don't know, that we're trying to do this for the, for the best of humanity in a way. How do we even do that when they think that they're, they're the smart ones, you know, it's a tough time, man. It's a tough time for sure. So, but uh, I do want to talk about the record, man. The the new record, uh, Mayra. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, tell me, like you said, you did record it, or you guys had it finished up in January. You started mixing and mastering it during uh, the lockdown. But um, what what were you going for after Arson? Arson got a lot of great reviews, just like the the previous record, but a lot of best of lists. What were you guys kind of going to bring into this project when you started writing uh, this record? Um, I don't know. Um, we had we we we, we took a, a little bit more time for 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 ourselves at the work at the records than we usually did, because um, as far as I can remember, um, MS um, our guitarist um, mostly started uh, already before um, a record was out to begin uh, writing with writing new stuff and all that, and I think. Um, Arson, when it was finished till it till it was released, um, he really he really took some time off um, to to yeah get new energy and new ideas ideas and stuff. And I think um, the, 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 for, for me the, the, the biggest difference um, between Arson and Mares is that um, um, Arson was was way more way more aggressive. Um, Musically and, and lyrically, I think it was like a finger pointing thing. Um, this, 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 um, and and Mary um, gets back to where more back when trauma was. Um, this this depressing, overthinking, um, sad, sad uh, music musical style we had before. And yeah, I don't know. I think that this 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 is. This is pretty pretty much it. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. No, now, with what you're talking about, like lyrically and, and the, the vibe of the record, it's a little more sadder than the last one. The last one was a little angrier. Yeah. That's fair to say, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then with the uh, with that, do, um, why do, do you feel like, uh, why do you feel you were in that place to kind of revisit that and bring us back to Arson and, and let us know where the, where the anger element might have came from for that record first? Mm, I think it was it was also a little bit um, the the last years. I think it is this um, it's it's some self fulfilling prophecy. If if you if you if you get thirty, um, you are losing you are losing friends you grew up with and and stuff. You you estrange um, relationships break and and all that. Um, and that's 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 pretty much uh, the reason I think why my lyrics uh, got 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 sadder and not not this aggressive uh, way anymore. And I think it's the same with with with, with, the, with, with the guitars because uh, Matthias is, is 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 often feeling feeling the same. Um, yeah, I mean I mean when you're looking back, um, growing up went went a little bit. Went a little bit too fast. Um, yeah, that's 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 something something that makes that makes me sad or nostalgic or, or whatever. Even even if the time back then was was not that much better than it is now or something. But it's yeah, it's some kind of strange strange sadness. I, but I'm pretty sure um, most people that that uh, listening uh, listening to 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 post rock or, or post metal or, or black metal can relate to this feeling. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely understand. There is a point though where I, I felt that getting older was empowering and better. But I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a point where you're looking back and you, and I don't want to say I really regretted things, but I wish I had some do-overs. Does that make sense? And I look back and yeah, I, I sure. yeah, and I look back and I'm like, I wish I just kind of, you know, made this single step. And then that's the stuff that haunts you, even though you don't know what's going to happen after that. Yeah. You know, and. uh there's a certain point, though, I don't know when it hits you that you're kind of like, I don't know, I guess you're just really, you just feel lucky. I don't want to say blessed all the time, but you feel really lucky to be healthy and all these little things. It hits you just a little bit. It takes age, you know, because I think you're still in that pocket yeah. where you still got that youth and you still got that energy and you still got all those thoughts. Uh, there's a certain point where, like, I don't know, there's a growth thing. But you said it best with friends, like the older you get, that's the thing I miss the most is that I, I grew away from people because we grew apart because we just, yeah. we age differently, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that is, that's yeah, that's, that's a sadness, dude. That's totally a sadness. Cause I don't know if you feel this way, but do you feel you'll make new friends that you can connect with? Like you did with the ones growing up? Um, sure. But, um, the older you get, the more time, um, it, it, it takes, to real, uh, to real, to, to, to build a real friendship. Mm. Uh, most of the times, it's just people, people you know from from bars, going out, or from, or from drinking, or maybe from tours, or, or something like this, or also other decisions that maybe all uh, uh, be a cool thing, but it's not this deep friendship you build up with people you know since you're since you're 15 years old and went to high school with and stuff like this. And this is what it what it makes it such such a pity when you when you when you uh, overgrow or uh, uh, age differently like you said and yeah this is pretty much 
much these songs are about, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. That's exciting, man. That's something we all feel and something we all relate to. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't know if you have yet, but there's been friends that I refuse to let go. And then eventually um, they harm my life in some way, you know, because you see you see that uh, they're going down the wrong path. And then, yeah, you learn the hard lesson. What song on the record do you feel you were most impressed with when you got finished and you heard the final recording of? Mm, uh, that's pretty that's pretty interesting because because um, it changed. So, like, it changed. It changed so much. Um uh, at the beginning, when we recorded songs, uh, when we started to record the songs, I liked other songs most than I like now. Um, nowadays, I think the songs I can I can relate most to um, um, from 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 the lyrical side and also from the musical side. Uh, I, I could say both. Yeah, um, is um, "Us Against December Skies" and uh, Free Empty Birds." I'd say. Both is like uh, the typical broken relationship uh, story, but yeah, it, it's 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 something that that it's not not not, not still not so far away. For, uh, so I can I can relate uh, the most nowadays. Maybe that's the reason. Nice man, nice. Yeah. So now um, a lot of bands that can't get on the road, they have been doing the streaming stuff, the streaming concerts. Have you guys yeah. discussed uh, that or any plans for that for this uh, upcoming uh, cycle? Oh, oh, we did, we, we did, we did um, record uh, four songs for for a streaming concert. Okay. Um, I did. We wish we should have played a festival in Colombia, but yeah. It, it didn't happen, so they 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 um, um, they gave us um, a little bit of money to to record all that stuff, um, and so they, they will release it via their um, festival channel or something. But I'm but I'm not sure when. I think I think between Christmas and New Year or something like this. Um, but we didn't make we didn't uh, record it record it like a typical. Um, streaming concert um it was like more doing doing uh four different live videos with different camera angles and all that so it it also took took uh some time i think it took us like 14 or 16 hours to mm. to to record and film this this songs uh, these four songs and yeah but it was it was was it was cool um, something something different um, we we um, we were allowed to play in a, in, a, in a small club in Vienna that um, two of us um, doing sound technique um, uh, normally and we um, decorated it nice uh, fitting fitting our music uh, and, and, and everything and yeah, but it, it was it was cool. A little bit exhausting, uh, uh, playing playing four different songs for fourteen hours. <laughs> but yeah, it was worth it, I'd say. Nice man. No, that's exciting to hear. So, were the songs you were playing were they off the new album, or did you guys do kind of a set list um, of a couple? We played we played um, two songs of Arson, then um, Funeral Dreams from Trauma, and then. Um, um, I'm all about the task from the new album, yeah. Oh, exciting, man, exciting. 
with that, man, I do want to tell you, everybody out there, if you guys haven't, January 29th, the new record from Harikari for the Sky, guys. Mary, guys, make sure you're pre-ordering it. Make sure you're checking out. This is one of the albums we are most excited about in 2021. Uh, JJ, with that touring, all that stuff, we know it's up in the air. But um, it, when it comes back together, do you guys think you're going to tour excessively more? Or do you think you're just going to have to maintain the same schedule as you did years prior? Um, yeah, we already had a huge schedule before. We've mm-hmm. always played like like sixty concerts or, or more um, per year. But um, I think the schedule will not will not be 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 a lot more because two of us are, are still working in normal jobs and all that, and um, it's pretty impossible um, to, to, to 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 just dip from music and they they surely will not uh, quit 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 the jobs. But we will uh, we, we 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 want to keep them in the band. So we have to we have to make a compromise. I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it will it will it will after after all still be like sixty to seventy concerts a year. Hey, that's that sounds good. That sounds like a, a great plan and. Man, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for the, the new record, for everybody to get their ears, ears on that, dude. And I want to thank you so much, man, for calling into the Metal Sucks podcast. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for the interview.
Metal Sucks Podcast.
All right, guys, and we are back. Both songs you heard is off their new record, Mayra, which comes out January 29th. That is M-A-E-R-A. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but uh, if you guys dug them, first track, Song for the Damage We've Done, um, and the second song, An Ocean Between Us. Guys, make sure you are pre-ordering this record. If you haven't check out, checked out this band, one of my favorite bands, one of my releases I'm most excited about this year, so I'm really happy we can spotlight them on this show. With that, I want to thank everybody out there for the five-star reviews you guys keep giving us on the good old Apple iTunes. You guys are truly the best. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We, we truly do. The, the fact you take the time to listen and actually review the show, it's a huge deal for us. And also, everybody that's checked out our other podcast, Rise to Offend, uh, we're currently doing an episode on John O'Brien. If you guys don't know who that guy is, I hope you take the time to listen because some of his works have been uh, the most important works that I've ever read in my life. So with that, guys, until next week, hopefully we have a funnier episode. Brendan, I hope we laugh. We're going to laugh. We're going to laugh. I'm going to make a bit. <laughs> Twisted T. No, oh, I'm, shit. Not. I'm not making that promise. Oh. Oh. Making Brendan's going to make a bit. Oh, fuck. <gasps> 2021. Oh, All right. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, until man. next week, friends. See ya. The Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off.